Today on the show, I'm going to talk about how to deal with life's challenges. Have you ever wanted to learn how to build your own flute? Or maybe just do a woodworking project? I'm giving a flute-making workshop here in Berlin, Germany, where you can learn how to build your own Native American-style flute. I will take you through all the steps, so at the end of the workshop, you will have a finished flute. And there is something special about the connection you will experience playing an instrument that you made. The workshop is at the Berlin Woodwork Academy. It's a two-day workshop on Sunday 29th of May and also Sunday 12th of June. Register right away because there are a limited number of spots available as it will be a small group to ensure that students get enough attention. You can go to singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H, F-L-U-T-E-S dot com for a link to register. You can also find that same link in the episode description. So join me and learn how to build your own Native American style flute. Imagine you're walking on the street and you see a musician playing. And that musician has a hat out and you enjoy the song so you put money in the hat. And you give them a donation. Well, this is what I'm asking from you, is here I have recorded over 65 episodes now, and I'm counting on your support. This podcast is funded by your generosity. All I ask is that you make a donation. Give what you can. Give what you feel that you've received from this podcast. It could be the price of a yoga class. It could be more. You can give in any currency, including Bitcoin. There's a link in the episode description for the donate button. Or you can go to thestoryofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button. I am now on Substack. You can go to amarjitsingh.substack.com and sign up for my newsletter to read my writing. And I post all kinds of things there weekly as I move off of social media. There's a link in the episode description for my Substack newsletter. Okay, let's get to it. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I, blissful am I, Waheguru, beautiful am I. Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. For old listeners, welcome back. Good to have everyone here. I hope you all are doing well. Today, I'd like to talk about dealing with life's challenges. Now, no matter what you're doing in your life, you're presented with challenges, whether it's in your relationships with your partner or your family members or friends or coworkers, or it's projects you're working on at work or in your personal life or you're learning how to uh, play an instrument or speak a language, we're presented with all kinds of challenges in life. And when we don't approach these challenges in the right way, we start creating more problems for ourselves. And these problems are a way to manage our feelings, to manage uh, our self-doubt or lack of self-love. And then we have all this energy around what we're dealing with, and we're not really spending all the time 
that we need to deal with the, the challenge, but we're spending it with dealing with the reactions to it. And this is what I talked about is when we start to have these difficult periods in our life, we start to have self-doubt or fear. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe I don't have the qualifications. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And this self-doubt really starts to change our behavior. We start to indulge in different activities to manage these feelings, whether it's drugs or alcohol or uh, watching too much television or overeating or whatever it is for you. But it's a way to manage these feelings. And so then we start to get into these habit patterns that take us away from dealing with what we were initially challenged by. And so if we have some ways to approach these problems or these difficulties in life, it may make it easier to really strip down the reactions so that we can deal with the initial activity that we're looking at. So the first thing that is important is to really have the correct perspective because how you view the situation is going to determine how you react to it. Again, if you view the situation as overwhelming or difficult, then we start to have the self-doubt. And then that self-doubt maybe creates some avoidance or creates some other reactions that keep you connected to your habit patterns. And one thing I'd like to remember is that this idea of things being difficult now, remember when you were a child and you were given a new game or, or a new toy or, or, or something that you had to learn how to do. When we were children, we looked at this as a challenge. We'd like to challenge ourselves. Let's see if I can figure out how to do this. But along the way, we start to look at it as difficult. And just the, the changing of these words has a big effect. Because when things are challenging, it gives us more enthusiasm to try to figure it out. When we say things are difficult, we start to close down, we start to resist, we start to doubt ourselves. So the first thing is to really learn how to look at things in a way that opens you up, right? And provides this, this enthusiasm to approach the challenge. Because this is the initial reaction that we have. And if it's too difficult and we get discouraged easily, then we start to close down. And so if we say this is not difficult, it's challenging. And with this challenge is how do I overcome this challenge? How do I use my creativity, my ingenuity to figure out this challenge? Because if we understand that this is a challenge, we can also understand then that this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn about ourselves, to grow. Because we have to resist the reaction that we normally have when we get in these situations, which is really resisting these habit patterns. And it's resisting the reaction. And so we want to create this energy around this of how do I not react? How do I open this up to see that this is an opportunity for me to learn not just what I'm doing and how to solve this problem, but how to interact with myself, how to grow and how to connect to this authentic nature within me, to really communicate my authentic voice. 
not saying that you have to be the master or the, of everything or, or to be perfect at everything, but it's important to really learn how to remove the reaction to all these feelings that come up when you're dealing with life's challenges. And the first thing is this perspective. The second thing is this attitude, how to be open, how to maintain this openness. Because the first thing that many people do when they're presented with something that's difficult is they close down. I mean, you can look in relationships when you have trouble. Are you someone who runs away or closes down and stops speaking, stops communicating? Or when you're having difficulty at work, how do you react? How do you interact with the people in your life when you're having these challenges? What is your attitude? And I'm not saying that you need to suppress feelings of being discouraged or being uh, afraid or whatever it is, but don't react to them. Try to maintain this attitude of openness. Whatever comes, comes, but it doesn't mean You need to react because that reaction is what ties you to your karma, what ties you to the habit patterns that you perpetuate. And this goes with this enthusiasm, to maintain this enthusiasm to learn, to grow, and to connect. The next thing you want to do is then approach the situation in the right way by being in the moment. And this is a big issue when we face something that is difficult. What we do is we start to say, how can this be better? And we start to project on the outcome. How can I imagine this to be better? What outcome do I want? And it's okay to have this intention, but then let it go and focus on the issue at hand. Because when you start to focus on just the results, then this creates a lot of problems for you because you're not in the moment. So you're not really connecting to your deeper self. And when you're not in the moment, you're not present. How happy are you? How satisfied are you? And we want to keep this satisfaction. We want to keep this living in this moment because this is when we're really connected to the true self. When you're thinking of the past of how easy this was before when you were younger or when you were doing something else, to say, okay, I need to let that go and just be in this moment. And a big problem, too, that I find with myself is sometimes if the project is very big or has many aspects to it, so we get overwhelmed. And we think, how am I going to finish this? How am I going to do all that's required to be successful in this project? And so we start to get overwhelmed and maybe feel paralyzed or feel that it's just too much. And so we we don't do it or we don't face it or we do it in a very superficial way. So instead of feeling overwhelmed, what you can do is you can break down the project into smaller increments, make parts of it, okay, the beginning part, and maybe even if it's that big, say, okay, what, what aspect of the beginning part can I work on now? And forget about the rest. Be consistent in your behavior. Be consistent in your actions. Do a little at a time instead of avoiding it because it seems overwhelming or seems too big. But if you're consistent, eventually you will be successful. You will finish the project or you will get through it. But this is a big thing. Many people feel overwhelmed 
And so you have to look at how can I approach this by staying true to myself and be in the moment, be present, and maybe break this down into smaller parts so that it's easier to get through. Having the proper perspective and attitude and approach to life's challenges will help you get through these things. And there's also how to strengthen the the physical and mental body. Where does transformation come from? Where does your personal power come from? But it comes from the third chakra, the navel center. And so you can start to strengthen the navel center, whether this is through yoga postures or some other form of exercise. But this is going to give you this inner strength. And if you have a lot of fear, you can work on the first chakra and the second chakra so you feel grounded, you feel connected to this earth, and you feel that no matter what happens, you can deal with life's challenges. And then you want to bring this up to deal with your personal power, how you can use your inner power to deal with life's challenges by working on this third chakra. And in line with all this is yoga is a very good activity because it helps you deal with overcoming the mind, right? When you hold a physical posture and your mind is telling you you can't do it, it's too difficult, but you overcome this by not listening to the mind, not identifying with the thoughts, you strengthen your determination, you strengthen your will, you strengthen your capacity to understand who is operating the mind who is in control of the body. And this is what much of this physical aspect of yoga is, is learning how to put in the proper order the mind and the body. This is another way to really deal with this self-doubt, deal with the fear, deal with this voice inside of you who's telling you you can't do it. Because it's identifying with this false idea of who you think you are that that contributes to the self-doubt because the mind is telling you this. And if you can do these yoga postures and not listen to the mind when it tells you this this is too difficult and get through it, what you're doing is you're strengthening this instrument, you're sharpening this tool to help you get through other challenges of life. So these are the recommendations for you to really deal with life's challenges is this proper perspective, the proper attitude, the proper approach, and then learning how to strengthen the first three chakras, especially the navel center, to overcome these obstacles and to not identify with the self-doubt, with the fear, with the voices that are contradicting what you're trying to do, going against your intention. Because nothing is difficult There are things that are challenging, but nothing is difficult. You can do it. You just have to learn how to appreciate the process. It's okay to have the intention of what you wanted to become, but then let this go and work on dealing with your self-expression in the moment. Because as long as you're consistent, you will be successful. As long as you continue to try, no matter how many times you fall down, is just to keep getting back up and persevere in the face of obstacles, you will be successful. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. 
They are handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. I'd love to hear from you. Please connect with me on the podcast website, thestoryofmepodcast.com. Send me a message. Let me know how you're dealing with life's challenges, what roadblocks are preventing you from being successful, and we can talk about those. Again, please continue to share the podcast with your friends, help get the word out, and make a donation. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button. You can also find the link to this in the episode description and help support the program. From the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Mm-hmm.